Hey guys, Chris here, just to let you know that this week's show is brought to you in part by Madden 24. Madden 24 has officially been released and there are a giant number of changes to make an already incredible game just that much better. With significant technological improvements, the Madden team has enhanced the gameplay experience, taking it to an unprecedented level of immersion and control. With the new FieldSense technology, ultimate team upgrades, and simple additions to the franchise mode like restructuring contracts, it is true that if it's in the game, it's in the game. Available for all major consoles, the good folks over at EA were kind enough to gift us some digital codes. We're giving away an absolutely crazy 25 codes for each console version, and they're gonna go to the first people to DM us on Twitter. Simply ask for it. It's that easy. Madden for free. Madden 24, available now. We might be underdog sports, but we came here to win. The most legit podcast. That's why we know you're tuning in. We cover the biggest news. We underdogs, but we can't lose. So trust the process. Yes, you, because we got Chris and Anju to bless you. With the best features, best stories. We diving deep like a Lambo leap. Wake up, kid, and stop. Snoring, we on point just like this beat. Bring the passion like the talk pad. In the cold, get a gold brand. Sit back and race the cat. Cause we start this show like right now. Hey everybody and welcome to this week's episode of The Underdog. Chris Horwardell joined by Matt Crone on a Friday afternoon. This is this is a different one. Matt, how are you? It's a not only is it a Friday afternoon, Chris, it is a crisp Friday afternoon. I was outside a little bit already this morning. It's it's cold out. It's ch- it's chilly. And that's the weather report from Matt Crone. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in. <laughs> back, on to the John, back to John with sports. <laughs> but um, it's, it's cold, man. I I I actually I was out in sweatpants and a long sleeve yeah. tee today. It is it is getting colder. I had to I had to take the puppy out around uh, like three a.m. or something, and it was uh, full on hoodie weather. Yeah, I had to pull yeah. the hoodie out. I love it. Though. I love being able to, throwing on a hoodie is one of my favorite pastimes. Yeah, so I go back and forth on it because it, there is there is something nice about a hoodie. It's just it's, it's just nice and easy. But like I go back and forth because I am I am a shorts fan. And then, but there is, there is something nice about wearing just like a comfortable pair of sweatpants too. So I don't love, I don't know, I mean, man. Love sweatpants. We adjust coming out pro sweatpants. On Not the many people know week. that, but it, uh, <laughs> kind of news I'm just dropping and breaking on everyone. Big sweatpants guy. <laughs> uh, no, I yeah, there's uh, pros and cons, obviously, but I'm, I'm, I guess I'm ready for the change. There's nothing, nothing wrong with it. And, uh, the only thing I'm just not happy about is like golf is. I mean, I've I can pretty much golf year round right now. You know, mm. with the weather, it's just obviously you have those other couple months where it gets way too cold, and it's just like no. But sure. I'm gonna miss being able to like, hey, if I just want to go play 18, at least it'll be warm. You know, right? So that's well, when it's thing. cold, you have something to blame your poor round on. That's true too. But one thing I don't like about um, – so the golfing, like, scoring thing that keeps your actual handicap and stuff, Yeah, you're not allowed to put scores in, in, like, Pennsylvania during – it's, like, I think it's, like, April 1st to, like, 
or no, I'm sorry. It's like uh, maybe like November first to like April first. So like you just play golf. You, there's your scores aren't recorded or anything. It doesn't affect your handicap. I, I like put like I get enjoyment out of putting my scores in. Well, I feel like it holds you accountable, and there's there's greater stakes to everything you're doing. Yeah, exactly, exactly. It's just it's, instead of just like a oh, like it's just like a whatever round. Like I don't really care. Yeah, we're not we're not engaging in anything unless there's a purpose to it. Yeah, I'm not gonna just do like I've been doing speed runs. For, <laughs> Literally, for... <laughs> the example I was going to give. Yeah, I haven't. Like the thing is, I haven't been able to. F- I don't have a time yet because I haven't been able to finish because I'm trying to go crazy and too quick and I'm not like banking bananas to get. Well, hold, okay. Or... Okay. There has to be backstory to this. <laughs> no, so, no, no, they know what I mean. On the most recent episode of better Delight, Greg, Greg and Matt were talking about who could get through a speed run of donkey Kong one and two, I believe donkey Kong country donkey one, Kong country, one and two, yes. one and two uh, the quickest. And my initial thought was, oh, this has to be content for the YouTube channel, but then it would just be a nightmare of getting you guys specific equipment and quickly teaching you how to use it. Yeah. So I, I, I wanted it to be, I, I so wanted it to be content, but it just, it, it wasn't going to work out. You guys were talking trash. Each one could do it better. You, you literally said that you were going to go, go through Donkey Kong Country 1 immediately upon the uh, conclusion of and Better I did. Delight. It's all I've been doing. Like is playing Donkey Kong with my iPad next to me with the timer going, <laughs> <laughs> just like, just, like I had to like drink. I was like drinking my coffee and like I had to like time when I was gonna drink my coffee and stuff. Sure. So, but yeah, it's it's tough because like I'm trying to go fast. Like I can beat the game without dying because I I can get so many like. But I'm not collecting bananas. I'm not doing the Kong thing. I'm not like going into secret passages to get lo- extra lives. I'm just trying to beat it. So I'm getting to like the last couple levels and then I die. Like, so it's a little tough right now. I'm a little, I'm a little upset about it. Well, what is, okay. So you haven't actually beat it yet then. I have not, I have not been able to record an official time because I just keep, I keep losing all my lives and you can't do that. And you're not, you can't save it and go back. It's gotta be a one, one run. Oh, for sure. That, that is not, that is not uh, acceptable in any way. Yeah, so I'm it's sorry. just it's it's literally <laughs> writing notes about Donkey Kong. Yes, honestly, <laughs> it's all, it's but like it's all I've been doing. It's been consuming my life for the past three days. And you have a young child. Oh crap! I forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's okay. Your uh, your roommate probably took care of that. Yeah, yeah. Let's hope. <laughs> no, she's she's actually been out of town for a week. You haven't seen her either. Do I live alone now? <laughs> <laughs> they left a while ago. It's Donkey Kong related, but let's uh, let's but, not dwell on that. Yeah, but uh, I've you, just been watching Suits and playing Donkey Kong. What is? I don't look. Okay, Suits is a is a perfectly fine show, but I don't understand how it is taken the world by storm. Once it was released on Netflix, it's the most watched show ever on Netflix. It does not make sense to me. I like, I just think it's, it got hot. I feel like it got hot on TikTok. Like that's where I first saw it. I was seeing like scenes on TikTok, and I was like, Oh, I think I would like this. So then I caught into it. I just watched the first episode 
And um, first episode is strong. Yeah, first episode is strong. So, and now I'm on like season two, episode five. And the the thing is, it's like it's just it's just a good show. I just yeah, my, Mike's like, first meeting with Harvey is excellent. It's amazing. It, like Harvey's the man, Mike's the man. It's just Lewis Lit is like the worst, but also the best at the same time. So the thing about the thing about Lewis Litt that I think is funny is uh, I don't know if you've ever seen the the horror gore film Hostel, but yes. he he is one of the he's like the bad guy in Hostel, and I like to think that is the same character. Oh, uh, it's like the same universe. Yeah, absolutely. That's that's how Lewis Litt like spends his off time. I mean, it makes sense if you if you look at the guy talk like dude's a masochist. He just he wants to kill people. I haven't seen. I saw. I think I watched Hostel once, and I was like, "I'm think I'm good." Yeah, Hostel's not one you need to revisit frequently, but and you have to be in a very, you have to be in a very, very, very specific place to be like, "Man, I'd really love to get watch Hostel today." <laughs> I'm spend just gonna the next unwind, take a yeah. Jans and watch Hostel. I'm gonna, I'm gonna try and speed run, uh, speed run Donkey Kong Country one while watching Hostel in the background. <laughs> it's like I, I know it well enough. I don't need to pay attention. Yeah, this, this is when he, he cuts. He, this is when he drills into the guy's hand with a, uh, a drill bit. Like no big deal. Good time. Yeah, I've, I've seen this. <laughs> yeah, look, we, we, we're all familiar. <laughs> let's, um, let's talk sports for a moment. Oh, actually, let's, let's do some corrections from last week. Uh, the the seven wonders of the world. Yeah, there. Are, I was told afterwards that there are multiple different by by my my roommate. Oh, uh, <laughs> that, like a listener are, reached out. <laughs> there are multiple different versions of the seven wonders of the world. There are the seven wonders of the ancient world. There are the seven wonders of the new world. There are the seven natural wonders of the world. There, there are many different ones. Yeah, but what was the original? I don't. I mean, well, I would assume that was of the uh, seven wonders of the ancient world would be the original. That would be a, that's the the Great Pyramid of Giza, the Lighthouse of Alexandria, the uh, the mausoleum, yeah. and so I'm the not pyramids. Taking, right. The, the Colossus in Rhodes, the Temple of Artemides, the Statue of Zeus, and the Hanging Gardens in Babylon. Yeah, so we were right. Uh, right seems like a stretch. <laughs> we were kind of right. We were right adjacent. Well, you were right adjacent. I, I was just reading stuff off the internet. All right. So we're, we're smart again. We're smart like, again. We did it. Like Stonehenge. Stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, we're smart again. What about Easter Island? I feel like Easter Island should, I don't know. Who knows, man? Is there just a lot of bunnies? Exactly right. Just a bunny. Have you ever seen, have you ever seen Snake Island? No. So Snake Island, I forget where it is. It's maybe an island in the Pacific, but I'm not sure about that. It is just overrun by snakes. It's literally just snakes and you're not, and like poisonous, venomous snakes. You tourists are not allowed to go to the island. Yeah, because they'll die. They a hundred percent will die. That is that is the correct reason why they're not allowed to go to Snake Island. Um, I'm trying to see who's allowed Island. to go it, to Snake Island. It, it, it's in Brazil. There are it, it's, it's abundant a huge snakes. Plot. It's a pretty big island. 
it is a pretty big island. And I can be there in 12 hours and 26 minutes, apparently, uh, uh, via the aeroplane. But it is the most snake-infested island in the world. Ukraine retakes Snake Island from Russian forces? <laughs> I think we might be talking about something different. Because I, I don't think there was, a, there was an outpost on Snake Island. Um, okay, maybe, we're, yeah, maybe it is. Well... Snake Island aside. Yeah, because one, one's like looks like flat land with just like buildings. And the other yeah. one looks like foresty and crazy. It's an island in Brazil, yeah. Um, so I have uh, BovadaSportsBook.com open in front of me where I take a look at all the, the remainder of the Week 2 games. Pretty big Week 2 game was played last night. Philadelphia Eagles, Minnesota Vikings. Eagles win. It wasn't a convincing victory, but they get the W nonetheless. How are you feeling about it? I, yeah, it wasn't a convincing win, but I think like we're just still kind of like getting the rust off. Yeah. Like we dominated that front line. Like that Mm -hmm. was crazy. Like, and of course me being the idiot had DeAndre Swift out of my starting lineup in fantasy in both my leagues and put him on the bench. Hmm. So that was fun, especially with the playing against the guy with TJ Hawkinson and Justin hmm. Jefferson. So that was brutal. At least but, Jefferson didn't score. Yeah. At least in the one league, I actually did put Jordan Addison in for DeAndre Swift. So you get, a touchdown. You get a touchdown at least. Actually, you're right. The Eagles did dominate the line of scrimmage. And I, I, I saw a stat that... Since uh since the start of last year, that was the fourth time the Eagles had a game of 250 rushing yards with three touchdowns or more, and the rest of the NFL has only had two of them over that same period of time. Yeah, I mean the the QB sneak too is just a cheat code. It's amazing. Yeah. It's literally like a play that you cannot beat. So I I just think this is the tip of the tip of the iceberg. Yeah. But like we're 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 just starting. Like we're just getting going. Our team, we have so much talent. It's not even funny. Like I, I'm excited. I think I know we beat up on two like kind of mediocre teams. But actually, people think that the Vikings are always going to be good and they're always wrong. But right. still, like it's I'm excited for the season. I think that we are going to keep rolling, and uh, I think it's only going to go up from here. Well, Minnesota is an excellent team as long as they're playing at one o'clock on Sunday. Yeah, against like the if it's a game that matters, or if it no, I don't not even that. But if it's a game that matters, or if it's like a it's a it's a game under the lights. Well, yeah, it doesn't. Kirk, what's, Kirk doesn't show up. Kirk has that like ridiculous record that's like so bad in primetime games. Yeah, and just and they they showed it. I mean, what, the three fumbles and the first half last last night. It was crazy. Uh, Jordan Mailata potentially had the greatest game of his career last night. PFF gave him a 96.9 grade, including a 90.3 pass blocking grade. It was the highest graded game by an offensive tackle that PFF has given out since 2010. Really? So Lane Johnson hasn't gotten that high? I mean, Lane is always outstanding and he doesn't give up the he doesn't give up uh he doesn't give up the pressures, but Lane is a little penalty prone, and I think that might have been the issue with with Lane not quite hitting that elite, elite, elite grade. I mean, we're talking about the highest score in 14 years. Yeah. I so, thought but, it was... Lane's amazing. You, yeah. Did you see Mylotta's interview after the game? The the, the uh, About DeAndre Swift? Yeah, he's like, he's like, he had 170 yards? He's like, he, he was like, yeah, it was his dinner. <laughs> like... <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, yeah, Mylotta is a treasure. Oh, but, he's the uh, man, dude. He's the man. Do you and, and an unbelievable singer? Do you? I, I, I really, I do want to get that that uh, Christmas album at some point. I regret not getting it last time. They're making a second one now. Yeah, I would definitely like to get the first one, but like I can only find it on eBay, and it's like so expensive. Yeah, it's it's crazy expensive. People just bought it to resell it, like for sure. Brands. And, and oh, oh, oh. yeah, and um, I don't. And he's he's just unbelievable. That offensive line is unbelievable. It's it's a fun time. Let me ask you a question about DeAndre Swift as yeah. a as a LaSalle product. Do you yes. have any? Do you have any? Uh, you have any beef with the no. St. Joe's prep product? I do. I don't care. It's just, it's funny to talk smack. He did talk, he did talk shit about LaSalle. I did hear that. Interview. Yeah. No, no, it's, I only think it's funny to like when I'm trying to think like it's, it's, I like talking smack with like, we've, we jokingly talk smack in our group chat. Cause there's prep guys and LaSalle guys in it. Like mm. Mark's and Mark's a prep guy. Like, so uh, it's it's just funny for like conversations like that, but I I don't care. I Pat impact is a homeschooled kid. Well, yeah, I mean it was half prep, half homeschool. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, yeah. I don't. I like to see us beat them, but like if we don't, I whatever. Like it's not going to ruin my day. <laughs> yeah, DeAndre had a career high 175 yards and a touchdown on 28 carries in his first start as an Eagle. It was the most ca- uh, second most carries of his career. The only the second time he's ever had 20 carries in a game in his career. Most carries, I believe, was 33 in an OT game in Pittsburgh in 2021. Should we just let Rashad Penny go? No, I I like they don't like Rashad Penny. I I like Rashad Penny. You can't argue with the production that he's had when he was actually on the field. But I just I think it's tough for a run. And we saw this from Swift last week. I think it's tough for a running back to come in and get two carries randomly here two carries randomly that's what I mean. there. Well, that's what i mean we're not like i like i feel like i feel like boston scott um i think Kenneth Gainwell, way too high on boston scott boston scott is good chris boston scott is fine rashad exactly penny, he's a, rashad penny has led the nfl in yards per carry over the last like three years i just feel like we're not gonna use him well, you'll use him when everybody else like Gainwell's already hurt. DeAndre Swift, I don't think has ever played a full season. Like there will be time. Like we, you put together a bunch of injury-prone running backs, and you hope that one of them is healthy in any given week. All right, keep him. Keep give a paycheck. I mean, he's making the minimum. I'm sorry <sighs> if I'm boring you here. By the way. I just was like trying to hold in that yawn. <laughs> you came out aggressively. Yeah. Uh, no, like there's no reason to move on now. There is. There is some concern that it's week two and there's a lot of injuries already. They lost. Avante Maddox went out yesterday. Boston Scott went out yesterday. And um, uh, Quez Watkins went out yesterday. We don't. But, I don't think. I don't think we know the extent of the injuries yet. The Maddox one's a big one, especially when when James Bradbury was already out. You had Mario Goodrich and J- and Josh Job playing corner for a big portion of the game yesterday. Yeah, but at least uh, we get ten days off now, right? At least you get ten days off now. There is that, and that is uh, that's exciting. But the thing is, looking uh, at the schedule, I like. I'm trying to think. Eagles schedule. Like, I think we beat the Buccaneers next week. Mm. I think we beat the Commanders. I think we beat the Rams. 
Yeah, the Rams are one of those weird teams, but I, I think we're certainly the favorite over the Rams, and then you have the Jets after that, I believe. Which the Jets is going to be tough just because of how good their def- their defense is so good. For sure. And For sure. That, I think that, I mean, obviously it'd be a tougher game if they had Rodgers, but like obviously I think we can win that game. The Dolphins are a good team. Like I think oh, any right. any given Sunday, like the Dolphins could come into uh, into our town and do and get it done. Well, any given Sunday, the Dolphins can go in anywhere and, and put up fifty. Yeah, so I think that's and then Commanders. I think that's another win. So don't think... like it carried away. It's like it carried away. They have. Let's wait Four, until I'm counting get... sixteen and zero already. Eighteen and zero. Yeah. Wow, eighteen and zero. That that is. So you're in. You're into that uh, that conference round of the playoffs already. Yeah, I mean, now I just got to nineteen. <laughs> oh wow! All right. I don't know how you're getting to these numbers without knowing the opponent, but that just confidence, I suppose. Yeah, it's all the data. I'm just doing data. Just all the data. Ah, <sighs> yeah. No, look, they they've played two fairly mediocre games so far, and they're two and zero. So uh, it's it's a lot better than than the having to make the argument that like ah, they'll figure it out. Yeah. Now we walked away with wins. Like that's that 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 was the most important thing. Like I know we didn't play at our peak level, but we walked away with the wins, and let's just just move on. Texting one of my buddies yesterday, and nice. uh, when when not to brag, but I do have a, a singular friend. Um, when Quez got hurt, I was you know I know this guy isn't anything close to what he used to be, but. I'd kick the tires on Jarvis Landry. I'd bring him in. Guy is reliable. Wide receiver Jarvis Landry? Correct. Catches the ball and uh, arguably the best run blocking wide receiver in football. So, you know, I'd, I'll he's take on a guy. He's not. He's a free agent. Um, he was on the Saints last year. They It was a one-year deal. They didn't resign him. 25 catches, 272 yards. Yeah, I mean, we don't need him to do a whole lot. Yeah, throw him out there. Just I don't know. We'll see what he's got left. He's never been a field stretcher, never been anything like that, but we can operate over the middle of the field a little bit, a guy who's actually going to catch the ball when it's thrown to him. And, you know, the argument tends to be that that third receiver, the value that Quez brought to the team was theoretically his speed and taking the top off of the defense, but they don't ever actually throw it to him deep. They just throw it deep to Devontae and, and AJ. So that, that uh, slot receiver doesn't really need to be as, a speed guy as much. Yeah, just let him just let him rock. Just catch the catch the goddamn ball when it's thrown to you. That's all I'm asking. Is Will what Fuller is, still in the NFL? I don't know. Um, Will Fuller's a free agent. Grab him, Philly guy. Is a Philly guy who is another guy who gets hurt every other day. That's true. So that I'm not, I'm I'm good with those guys. I just want some people to actually play. It is. Uh, I'll tell you what this. Interior defensive line is going to be very, very scary for a very long time. Jordan Davis looks like he made big improvements in terms of his pass rushing over last season. Jalen Carter is already an absolute monster. They're going to be fun to watch. I mean, did you, I literally watched his two minutes of uh, every single snap he had Yeah, this uh, on, on Twitter today. I thought it was uh, nice. Carter or, da- or, or Carter, Davis? Carter, Carter. Yeah, on, it's amazing that even when he's not making a play, he does something on nearly every snap where you're just like, holy shit, a human being should not be able to do that to another human being. He, he There was one play, he didn't make the tackle or anything, but like he got double teamed 
and literally got like I I don't know how it was like like he like someone like slithered through like I don't understand how he like was able to get in between these two huge offensive linemen just like and it wasn't like a screen pass or anything they didn't just let him go like it's it's crazy how athletic he is can we also talk about the fact that Al Michaels time has come and gone I don't think Al Michaels likes Kirk Herbstreet I don't think Al Michaels (laughs) is completely with it anymore he was genuinely shocked when the Eagles called a timeout at the end of the half to to kick a field goal I was genuinely shocked he was like yep they're done like it's uh like I was like what is he talking about he's like oh that's weird like he was like they're not going for it like it's like I was like Michael's buddy what is happening he had me confused he had he was yes he's like a doddering old man at this point and it's a little bit a little bit sad. I know. I think there is an argument to be made that maybe he doesn't like Herb Street. That's fair. I like. I like Herb Street. Herb Street just likes football. Yeah, Herb Street's fine. I just. It just didn't seem like there was no like, and it could just be his age, uh, Michael's age, but like there was no like, like, uh, com, com, uh, they weren't no, good together. No banter and chemistry. Yeah, there was chemistry was the word. I was gonna say companionship. <laughs> <laughs> now, if you don't know the backstory, there's a lot of companionship. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, it just it just seemed weird. Yeah. So, I don't know. But did did you watch did you have to watch on Amazon Prime? I did. So they were they are like the guys for the Thursday night Amazon Prime because I just watched on local Fox because I was allowed to. Oh got it. Was was it's it was still Michaels and Herbstreet. It was still Michaels and Herbstreet. I wasn't sure if it there was separate um um stuff like if there was like separate people doing on amazon versus the local fox whatever you know well if that's the case then i don't think al michaels and herb street would have been the local fox guys for you well just i mean anyone (laughs) (laughs) all right you know what i'm out of (laughs) here i think that's for the best uh but a good game we'll take it wins a win let's do uh let's do picks for week two nice i like picks get that get the heck out of here and a little short easily easily digestible episode on a, on a Friday afternoon so we can all go about our day including the listeners the Baltimore Ravens in Cincinnati to take on the Bengals Bavada has the Bengals minus three I think the Bengals turn back time they get they get back to it it was a tough week one in the rain I think they get back to it and they uh they move past last week's debacle okay the Chicago Bears in Tampa Bay to take on Baker Mayfield and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Next uh, opponent of the Philadelphia Eagles. Bavada has the Bucks minus three. I like Tampa Bay. I took Tampa Bay on Better's Delight, if, uh, if you haven't listened. But uh, I, I'm going to ride with them, and I'm going to stick with them. The Green Bay Packers in Atlanta take on the Atlanta Falcons. This, this one's a little confusing to me. Falcons minus two and a half at Bavada. Certainly not the Falcons. That is a weird. That is weird. Yeah, love that Packers money line. Yeah, nah, it's uh, Jordan Love. I like the way Jordan Love's playing. I didn't believe in him in the first game, but I, I'm going to switch it up and I'm going to go with it. Nothing but a bandwagon fair weather fan is yep. Matt Crone. That is me. Hopping on whatever bandwagon is fullest at the time. It's, just, <laughs> it's easier than thinking for yourself. I see. 100%. The Indianapolis Colts in Houston to take on the Houston Texans. Bavada has the Texans minus two. Colts, baby. I love the Colts. You're an Anthony Richardson guy? Yeah, I got him starting in my fantasy league. I've been trying to trade for him in my other. 
I like him. You, I, you, have him. you have him starting in your fantasy league. It's a bold move. He scored the second most points of all the starters in the in the league last year. All the guys that started last players. week. Yeah, just because Tua I, I, Tua wasn't the starter for someone, but scored like twenty eight points in our league. But yeah, he he scored. He was the second highest of all the guys that had him had starting oh. quarterbacks in the game. All right. Well, now I've learned that. The Kansas City Chiefs in Jacksonville to take on the Jaguars. Jags plus three. I think the Chiefs right the ship. I don't think uh, I don't think that's going to last. So I, I'm taking Chiefs in that game. They're still a good team. They just dropped some passes. Yeah, I said this on underdog, and uh, it was it was relayed on Better's Delight. But I I think the Chiefs are the absolute lock this week. Take the Chiefs. You can take the Chiefs minus three, minus one twenty. I also have them alternate lines, uh, minus five and a half for the game and minus four for the first half, at plus money. I I think this is an absolute lock, especially if Kelsey's going to play. And we haven't seen we haven't seen hundred percent if he's going to be back yet, but Chris Jones certainly will be, and that's going to change that defense significantly. One hundred percent. The Raiders in Buffalo to take on the Buffalo Bills. Bavada has the Bills minus eight. This line has been coming down all week. Yeah, uh, I like the Raiders. I think the Raiders aren't a bad team. They won last week. I think they. I think they could easily cover eight points. The Chargers in Tennessee to take on the Titans. Bavada has the Titans plus two and a half at home. I like the Chargers. Tannehill looks old. He looks bad as what well. like old isn't necessarily a, an insult for a quarterback in a world where like Drew Brees is playing to forty three and Tom Brady's playing to forty five, but. Tannehill just looks bad. He very easily could have had five interceptions last week. Yeah. Give me uh go ahead and give me the the other the Chargers. Chargers. The real game of the week type situation here. The New York Giants in Arizona to take on the Cardinals. Bavada has the Cardinals plus four at home. That's literally my lock of the week in uh Better's Delight is the Cardinals to get smashed. By the Giants. I don't think the Giants are a bad team. I think they just had a tough week one, you know, a little rust. So mm. I, I think they come out and they win by two to three touchdowns against the Cardinals. The Seattle Seahawks in Detroit to take on the Detroit Lions. Bavada has the Lions minus five. I think that, I don't know. I wouldn't touch it. I wouldn't touch it in my personal life, but I I think I'll take the Seahawks. I think the, I think the Lions win, but I don't think they cover five points. It's fair. I don't think we know who either of these teams really are yet. Yeah. And it's easy for the Lions to come off that giant win week one to set the tone for the season. And their, a regression could very well happen. And the Seahawks had a disappointing week one. So water finding its level in this game a little bit. The San Francisco 49ers head to LA to take on the Rams. Bavada has the Rams plus seven. Niners, they get it done. Rams are dead. They, the guy they had to comp- to replace Cooper Cup, I see, is already injured. So mm-hmm. I'm taking the Niners. This now, the biggest line of the week, is that uh, that Bills line has changed a little bit. The Jets in Dallas to take on the Cowboys. Cowboys minus eight and a half. It's a lot of points. It is. And it literally just dropped to eight. Live drop right now to eight. I think I would take the Jets just because the Jets defense is so good. The week two is always a time for overreactions from week one. And I yeah. think we could, this eight point line is an overreaction from that 40 to nothing win. Yeah. So, yeah, let's go with the Jets my plus eight and a half. Eight now. But the Washington Commanders head to Denver to take on the Denver Broncos. Bavada has the Broncos minus three and a half. 
Commanders stink. I think the Broncos will will play better ball than they did last week. I think they get a, their first victory in the season next week. The Miami Dolphins in New England take on the New England Patriots. Bavada has the Patriots plus three at home. Who are they playing? Dolphins, Patriots. Dolphins. Dolphins win and cover. They're a good team. They're just a good football team. Yeah. I God willing, Tua stays healthy. Yeah, let's hope so. Just for humanity's sake. Just like uh, for, being for a compassionate real. person. Because that's yes, crazy. <laughs> the New Orleans Saints in Carolina to take on the Carolina Panthers. Bavada has the Panthers plus three at home. I think the Panthers are just going to be garbage. And I think Derek Carr mm-hmm. looked pretty okay. I think the Saints will win that and cover. I th- yeah, I feel really good about that. I don't want to call this a lock, but I feel really good about uh, Saints minus three there. The Cleveland Browns in Pittsburgh to take on the Pittsburgh Steelers Monday night football, the second of the two Monday night games, though. Calling it a doubleheader is a little silly when start time's only staggered by uh, one hour. <laughs> Bavada has the Steelers plus two and a half. Let's Let's go with the Steelers. I don't like they played a really tough San Francisco team last week. I think they can play better than they did. Yeah, this is going to be an interesting. I think this is going to tell a little bit uh, like that Lions game about who each of these teams actually are right now. But yep. Steelers do have some major injuries. Cam Hayward and Deontay Johnson out. But I mean, missing a wide receiver has never been a huge deal for the Steelers. The next guy up just goes for 145 yards. Okay. So, yeah. We'll see. Alan, big big week for uh, Alan Robinson this week. Nah, big week for Calvin Austin. That is my Calvin, the bet, Memphis product. That is my bet of the week to all the listeners out there. Calvin Austin, anytime touchdown, grab it while it's high. Get get in on this. He is going to score a touchdown this week. You take that to the bank. I'm looking to see. If we can he had find six. Him. He was he was the leading leading reception guy last week for them. He had like nine points of fantasy. He was six for six catches. Like no, he, he's the next Allen Rossum. Cal, Cal, it's a weird comparison. Why is he the next Allen Rossum? Someone on Twitter said it once. Uh, you know, Allen Rossum was a cornerback. Are we just talking about kick returning ability? The, there was an Allen Rossum, the kick returner, right? He was a kick returner, yeah, but he was also a cornerback. Yeah, whatever. He was a kick returner. All right. Well, Calvin Austin plus five fifty at Bavada anytime touchdown. Plus five fifty. Yeah, I love it. Get it. Get in on it while you can. Which is right now. Do it now or forever. Hold your peace. Yeah. That's going to be it for this week's episode of the Underdog. Nice and quick. I'm Chris Horwardell. He was Macron. We thank you for listening, and we'll see you back here next time.